Science, exercise, nutrition, health, energy, passion. One year, no beer. This is the One Year No Beer podcast, where you will find all the latest tips, tricks, and hacks for a way to live better. Welcome to the One Year No Beer podcast. It's Ruri here today, and I am your host with a very special guest, uh, one I've known for the last four or five years and watched his business go from strength to strength. Uh, Nick James is the founder of Expert Empires, co-founder of the Elite Closing Academy and creator of the Empires Mastermind. Uh, And most importantly, Nick has found a magic secret source or not, <laughs> that is going to see his business plans go absolutely global this year. Well, he already, you are already global. Um, and he's going to share that magic sauce with us all today. Side note and secret hint, it is something that if you're an OYMB, you're already doing. Welcome on the show, Nick. <laughs> yeah, thanks for having me, mate. Really, uh, really a pleasure to be here. And yeah, hopefully I can add some value. It's been a while since we chatted. Um, we've done lots of WhatsApping and things um, and a bit of Facebooking, especially yeah. um, now that you're giving the challenge a shot. We'll get back to that. Um, so we met back in 2016, I think it was. Uh, we were literally fresh off the boat <laughs> thinking about this great big OYMB thing. Um, you were king of events at the time, uh, I think. And um, I, re- I seem to remember, we'll go back into this a little bit later, but we came up with the idea of alcohol-free Ibiza lads trips. <laughs> um, I'm still sad that that's never happened, but maybe okay. there's a time, time we can get on to that. Um, we came up with that with you. Listen, Nick, um, tell us a bit of backstory. Tell us where it all began for you and, and how you got to here today. Yeah, um, I'll try and keep, keep the, uh, give you the short version um, so we can get into some good oh, you OYMB-related stuff. But... <laughs> <laughs> um so yeah the um well i suppose short version is i've been around the kind of personal development um success mindset world um since i was a kid so you know went to tony robbins events um started doing that when i was 12 all the way through my childhood teenage years um because my mum was a um, tony robbins kind of um disciple for want of a better expression um ended up being a trainer for his organization so um i kind of got involved in it so i was already in the personal development success world um and attending a lot of events so it made sense that that was always going to be the career or the path that i chose because it's something that i was passionate about and knew back to front inside out so you know you kindly said an intro you know, when you, when you met me in 2016, the reason we connected was because you went, right, we want to get into doing events for OYNB and Nick knows that well. So, um, and I guess, yeah, when you've been around it as much as I have for as long as I have, you kind of, it becomes second nature and, you know, the marketing of events, the selling tickets, the running of them smoothly, like making everything just work like clockwork. That's what I do. So, um, yeah, I, I, I guess... Started out doing um, my own very small events. Uh, I actually worked for an event company for about 18 months to really learn the business of it uh, up close and personal. Then started running my own events in 2009. Um, you know, our first one had eight people. Um, and uh, the biggest <laughs> one we've run to date now, we're, you know, um, whatever, 11, 12 years down the line. Um, we've had, uh, you know, we've, we've had 
I think the biggest one so far, we had just over 1,400 uh, at a conference we ran last summer, uh, all paid. We don't really do free events. So, um, yeah, it's, it's grown significantly, I suppose, over the time. Um, and, you know, what, what we do today, as you mentioned in the intro, is we have um, Expert Empires is our kind of flagship event and we bring in you know some of the best speakers in the world um to come in and share their wisdom about growing a business and um establishing personal brand people like gary vaynerchuk grant cardone etc uh, etc et so um that's kind of our flagship event and then we run um well this year we'll do over 200 days of training in our training center in birmingham which is sales training days niche workshops on how to use linkedin to grow your business or um you know uh, how to get more leads through Facebook and that kind of stuff. Brilliant. Um, lots of stuff to get into. And um, you've got an expert empires coming up shortly. You've got um, somebody I met very briefly who's really impactful, and that is um, his name is just shot out of my brain. Um, Trent Shelton, that's the guy. We've got Trent Shelton and Ed Milet are the two headline speakers for expert empires um which is this month 19th 20th of march um and yeah we, we run two to three of those events a year got a big one planned for july which i'm really excited about brilliant um so uh there's something you decided i sort of hinted at it at the beginning here um there's something you decided um this year to do which is your you're now your secret source for taking your business global do you want to share <laughs> with us what that is yeah, of course. Happy to. So um, maybe I'll give you the thinking behind it as well, first of all. Yeah. So, um, you know, I, I'm, I think it's fair to say I'm, I'm fairly um, ambitious and um, aggressive when it comes to growth of my businesses. So, you know, uh, like we had a really good year last year, broke all of our um, records in terms of revenue and numbers in events and um, you know, the business, as you kindly said, has gone from strength to strength since you and I met each other. But um, And I looked at the year ahead. So end of 2019, I looked at 2020 and went, like, what are my outcomes? Like, how, how can we grow even bigger, even faster, help even more people? You know, like, how do we do all of that? Um, and I was um, – I'm a big, as you would expect, you know, I, I – um, of course, run a lot of my own events. I run my own mastermind programs. I have mentoring clients. So um, I invest in those things as well. So I invest in, a, I have coaches, I have mentors, I'm part of mastermind programs. And I was um, I was actually attending a mastermind in December last year with my coach, my business coach, um, who was the, the kind of host of it. Um, and the pre-study for that mastermind day was to read a book. Um, and the book is called The One Thing. Now, um, I don't actually, this isn't, this is not fashionable in the personal development world, but I actually don't read books. But I like to digest content through audio. So I listen to a lot of audio books, podcasts, that kind of thing. Because um, it's something I can do when I'm in the car, on the way to the gym, on the way to the office. It's a good use of my time. So I actually listened to the audio of this book called The One Thing. And um, what came out of me listening to that audio book, um, effectively, um, it's a great book, by the way, highly recommended. And I could summarize it very quickly for you, which is a question that literally when it when I heard the question and when I answered it in myself, there was only one obvious answer. And the question was, 
Um, and of course, I'm looking at this question through the context of how I grow my business next year. So the question was, what is the one thing that when you do it will make everything else easier or completely unnecessary? And I went, hmm, what is the one thing that when I do it would make everything else easier or completely unnecessary? And I went, well, maybe we could spend more money on Facebook. Or maybe we could recruit more sales team. Or maybe blah, blah, blah. And, and I looked at all these things and went, well, yeah, I could do all those things. But it, how, how different is that to what we already do? Not much. And I went, the one thing that's going to make the biggest difference here is me being having better energy, being more present, being more on it, having more time, um, being a better leader. All I went, that is the one thing. And I went, and what's the one thing that's going to make that happen? And I went, I'm going to have to give up drinking alcohol. That's it. Um, hey. and enough, we, we were talking. Yeah. Um, and funnily enough, we were talking about this just before we started recording, Rory, which is that when we first met, which was like four or five years ago, I remember thinking, what you guys are doing is amazing. And I should really do it. Like, but I was scared and I was like, I'm not ready. And all these things that I'm going to miss out on and social activity and time with my friends. And I was like, it was, a, it was a nice idea, but I just, I didn't feel that I could do it or I wanted to do it or was ready. Um, and this, this, you know, the, the, the listening to that audiobook and answering that question was the stimulus for me to make the decision. I went, right, done. That's it. It's happening. Um, and uh, I did a couple of things which, um, I think were smart, which was immediately I did something for public accountability. So I went to the mastermind um, and shared that that was the that was the decision I'd made. That was the awesome. commitment I was making. So I had my coach and a couple of people I already knew that knew about it. I told actually I told my wife first. So um, as soon as I made the decision, I told her, um, and she's um, I know everyone thinks this and course about their their family and their spouse but she's an incredible human being and you know the first thing she said was that's amazing i'm gonna do it with you yeah and 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 i and i said so i went look by the way i'm not telling you this because i want you to do it with me um i need to do this for myself and for our company and for our family and i'm committing to doing it if you're going to do it, do it for, you know, you do it for your own reason and it will be amazing because it will really support me. But I'm not saying, I'm not saying you have to do it. And she was like, no, no, I'm in, I want to do it. So, um, and it's been like, I mean, I'm sure we'll dive into this a bit more, but I mean, we're not that far in We're as we record this, we're on day 64, hey. um, but it's been already, already a, uh, a life changing, life changing decision. Yeah. Already a life-changing decision. Amazing. Is it, you'd think I've been talking crap for the past. <laughs> That's what, what's, the thing is, what is amazing about this, and I think where it came from right in the beginning with Andy and I, is that we recognized that nobody wanted to hear it. You don't want to hear it. And also, yeah. you know, because of the marketing and the social conditioning and the peer pressure and just the way our society is 
we like the last thing I want to do is not drink. Um, and then there's this niggling in the back of the brain. You were talking about this earlier as well. That there's this, there's this gnawing away. I, I think this, I think this is something. I think I should listen to this. No, 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 no. You know, I'm having fun. This is my social lubricant. This is helping me do business. That guy wouldn't have done business with me if I didn't drink. And then you remove it and you go, holy shit. <laughs> I can't believe I didn't realize this before. I'm actually... I'm, yeah, I'm actually way better than I thought I was. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, and, and I do think it's true that um, I know it's an old adage, but you know, it's when when the student's ready, the teacher appears. And yes. for me, I, like it's not that I know you said it tongue in cheek, but it's not that you know for the last four or five years that you've been talking rubbish. It's that I knew you were talking sense four or five years ago. I just wasn't ready. Yeah, and that's right. And when I became ready, then it all made sense. So yep. I was like, right, yeah. Then I then I discovered things that I didn't even know about before, yeah. um, which which have actually made the whole process a hell of a lot easier than I could have possibly imagined. Well, so, all right, okay, so if you dive into that and you say, what was the getting ready process? What what do you think were the dominoes that went off? What were the realizations you had um, between the knowing and then actually execution? Yeah, um, what, over four or five years? Or? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, it, there's, I mean, look, it's, it's like you say, it probably is a compound effect of, you know, not even four or five years. It's probably a compound effect of the last, I don't know, 20 10, years. 20. Um, but, <laughs> yeah, is the truth. But I, I think um, I, um, again, we're probably going a bit off piece here, but I think it's useful. So I, I'm, you know, as I said to you, I've been in the kind of personal development um, world for a very long time. And I, I always do, every single year, um, we do a process as a family where we set our goals intentions for the year ahead. Um, and only every year that I can remember reducing alcohol intake has been one of the things. And only every year without fail has it been the, I mean, I'm not saying it's the only one that I've fallen short on, but it's the one that every single time I've fallen short, mm. without a doubt. Yeah. So I'm going, and so it led me to the the, the realization, I guess, that, that you know, um, and it's something you talk about a lot in um, OYNB in the community is like, you know, moderate, you know, moderation might, again, I'm not su suggesting that I know all this because, you know, it's early days for me still. Um, and you guys have been doing what you do for a very long time, but like to me, moderation didn't work for me. You know, I'd tried, um, reducing alcohol intake. It was something I'd committed to doing every year. Um, and I tried reducing it, you know, and each year failed. Um, it was just too easy um, I'm an all or nothing kind of person. And so my realization really was that um, knowing that being an all or nothing kind of person, which is my greatest strength probably, but also my greatest weakness, that in order to really um, succeed at reducing alcohol intake, that it would have to be a, an, an all or nothing decision, which was why I decided um, that it was a right, I'm going alcohol free for the whole year. Brilliant. And then Nat joined you, which is amazing. So now you've got a local support um, uh, championing you on. And um, you've, you've, you've um, joined us in One Year No Beer, which is brilliant. And you've been posting into the Challengers group. I see that and have been enjoying your story and your posts. Um, so how's that experience been for you? Yeah, it's been brilliant. And, and I think um, having, yeah, ha having the group, the community, um, first of all, I think, it was really helpful on a number of levels. So 
Um, my personal experience now is, um, and we were talking about this before we started recording, um, It's this might sound like, I don't know how this is going to sound, it's actually a lot easier than I thought it was going to be. Yes. That's, that's my, my experience, a yep. lot easier. Now, the but, but that said, the first few days, I was actually, um, I'll, I'll be honest, I was scared. I was actually scared. I was scared of failing um, because I, you know, made a public statement that I was yeah. going to do this and I'd shared yeah. it on Facebook and everything. And, you know, when, you know, um, uh, when I share something on Facebook, like a lot of people see that. So, um, you know, there was, I was scared of failing. I was also scared of like hate. I thought if I hate every minute of this for the whole year, this is going to be horrible. Um, you know, so I was, I was fearful of the experience and what it might be like. So it was really hard the first um, the first, probably the first week, actually. I, I, not that I was wanting to drink. That wasn't the problem. It was fear of what was to come that was the problem. Um, and, uh, and and the community and where it was really helpful. What was cool was, of course, I joined the start of the year. And so literally the first couple of days, there was loads of posts from people that had done the exact same thing a year previous and were telling their, were celebrating their success and their wins and sharing their experiences. So having um, I suppose it's like having a mentor. Like, you know, I have a mentor for business who's walked the path I want to walk. So actually being in the group, being in the community is like having mentors because you go, you see somebody post and say, hey, I'm on day 90 or hey, I'm, I've just achieved, you know, I've just done day 365. It's like, wow, like I'm I'm getting inspired by these stories of people that are already further on. Yeah. Um, rather, rather than me having a group of people that are on the same as, same stage as I am, that probably wouldn't have been that helpful because we're all struggling. We're all fearful. We're all doubting ourselves at the same time. Whereas That's it's, right. It gives, it gives people that are further ahead, but it also gives you the chance to contribute. And I haven't, I haven't done this enough and I should probably um, to contribute and say, Hey, I'm on day 64. Here was my experience. For those that are just starting out, here's what it was like the first few days. Um, and I was scared and fearful. And I suppose that's part of, you know, us doing this interview. Hopefully, you know, it, it does, um, uh, you know, even if one person who's on day one, two, three, four, um, who is feeling like that listens to this, then, you know, hopefully it will, it will help them and support them on that journey. Absolutely. And I think a couple of things you mentioned in there is one, uh, a lot of the, the, the community is actually just subconscious. So the, the whole point about this and why community, I mean, we nearly didn't launch with community, right? We didn't really think that the community was an important thing. We thought the content was important. Well, it turns out the community is the most important thing. And here's the reason yes, why. I agree. Because community is what keeps you drinking. Social conditioning, peer pressure, and marketing, like society at large, is what keeps us drinking. It's what makes us fearful of being slipped up because you're going to get peer pressure or you're going to meet a moment when you think you want to have a drink. That is the main shroud around our drinking. And because what happens when somebody says, what? why are you not drinking? What's wrong with you? What they're really saying is, are you really a man slash woman? Are you, are you a man? You know, what's wrong with you? Is that, uh, uh, do you not belong to this tribe anymore? And that is incredibly triggering for a human being. Do you know why? Because it triggers yeah. your sense of belonging. And belonging yeah. is so important to humans. So if you're going to go and change your relationship with something, or, and it doesn't matter what it is, if it's, if it's going against society and you don't have a tribe where you feel belonging to, 
you'll most likely fall back into that behavior. And you don't even know that when you're sitting there and you've got the phone in your pocket, or you just you just know that the community is there subconsciously, that when somebody says to you, why are you not having a drink, that it gives you the power internally to say, no thanks, I'm not drinking tonight. And that is the power subconsciously yeah. of the community. It's, it's really great. Um, and you're right, you know, the yeah, other and thing. And I think for, for me, for me, the community, um, like seeing the successes of others was, was really powerful, but actually more, more than anything, because um, um, I use Facebook a lot for business. So I'm, I'm on Facebook, um, not that much, but more than any other platform. Let's put it that way. I definitely use it more than any other social platform. But um, I started reading in the early first you know, few days, week, two weeks, I was reading a lot of the posts that were being put in the community for my own benefit. And of course, the way Facebook works, the algorithm means that the more you, the more you digest, the, it was everywhere. <laughs> everywhere. Was brilliant. It's I know. exactly what I needed. Yep. What I needed was constant. Like, Saturation. Like, it was literally every other post I was reading was was from OYMB, which was yep. brilliant and exactly what I needed. So um, that, that was real, real positive for me. Now, what, what I would say is that um, um, for, I think I agree with everything you just said, Rory, and I, I think the big, I suppose, if you're asking me what the big thing has been that's made it easiest, it, it was, I, I do think I went more aggressive than most when it comes to public accountability. Yeah. I, I really went for it. So I told yeah. everybody on Facebook, on stage at my events, you know, there's Brilliant. there are literally now, thousands of people that know I'm committed to this. Yeah. And I mean, not, not just thousands of people like, you know, of course there's, I think there's 14, 15,000 in the OYMB community, but I mean, thousands of people that know me, like that either are clients of ours or like, so the, the, the commitment is so great that failure is not an option. Like the, it was interesting. The first few people are told who are more like not that world, like my mates and stuff, um, there was a combination of like, good for you, that's amazing. I wish I could do it, kind of thing. There was also a couple of people who kind of went, "You got no chance." And <laughs> yep. I, and, and 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 actually, what, what was really interesting was um, because I know me probably better than they do. I went, "That it was really interesting that that response." What what I realised was what they were really saying is no way they could do it. Um, and I went because of the degree of public accountability I've given myself. There is no, like, people going, oh, do, do you think you might slip? I'm like, I know I won't. There's, there's The amount of certainty I've got is beyond ridiculous. Like, there is no chance that it's going to be a slip because it would be, the truth is, it would be like death. It would be so embarrassing to me because of the degree <laughs> of public, public accountability and how much of a big deal I've made of it. There's no way I can, like, literally, I've set myself up that I cannot fail. Yeah. One and of the I think things, that's, that's like, you, you have to, I think that's something that you can, that anybody could do. And it's, they can leverage. it's almost like you're, it's not burning the, you know, it's, it's, it's burning the bridges, isn't it? It's, it's like burning the no, bridges. There is no going totally. back, yeah. 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 Um, banning yourself from the pub and uh, <laughs> barring yourself from the pub and, you know, just forcing, forcing that hand. But as well, I always ask myself the question, you know, I'm able to moderate, uh, you know, I don't call it moderation. I call it total control. We do. Um, so I can drink as much as I want whenever I want. I just usually choose never to drink. And, yeah. um, uh, but that, you know, so I can be as flexible as I want. And the thing is, um, you know, I, I was looking at it, I was like, how, to, how can I get to that place? How did I get to that place? Well, it's because thousands, tens of thousands of people are expecting me not to be drinking. Um, yeah, and cool. so, so that is, that, 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 
gives me a set expectation. So when I go out and meet friends, it's like, do you want an alcohol-free drink? Not, do you want a, what do you want to drink? It's, do you want an alcohol-free, do you, right? So that's the expectation. So all of those things have been set up my favor. But the thing is, Nick, I'm not happy with just how did I do it for me? I need to know how I'm going to do it for others. And I think this is the big part of the evolution of OYMB is how we start to create our ambassadors. So those people who want to be um, able to be more accountable, to keep them accountable, how do they become an ambassador for what OYMB is doing? And that's what we're really focused on this year. But I want to bring it back for a second to um, specifically business, because you said, you know, in the beginning, you said the the words game changer. Um, So I want to know, you know, in this short period of time, really what has impacted your business differently um what do you see is is going to impact it going forward you know you already had a very successful fast-growing business so what is it that this has given you yeah i think um well the, the as i said before the intention around making the decision was more energy more productivity like more time for me um so and that has been the case so you know it, it wouldn't be uncommon um, I think when I first made the decision, I said to my coach, I went, look, I, I, I believe that I'm probably operating at around 80% of my potential. Um, so if I'm operating at 80% of my potential, then how are my teams showing up? They're going to be operating at 80% of their potential. Probably less is the truth, um, which means how much, how much of the potential of the business is remaining unfulfilled, either directly or indirectly for that reason. So I went... Well, um, and and it's it's probably at this stage, which is still relatively early, more of a feeling. I mean, we had a great start to the year in January. We've got you know a lot of exciting things planned for the remainder of the year. So, but I think more than anything, it's like I'm coming in to the office every day, and I am absolutely at a. We we do a lot of measuring of our energy in our company so it's a question we ask a lot is like hey zero to ten where are you on the energy scale as it were um and like i'm literally bouncing in every day at a 10 there's no question where whereas that just wasn't the case before um you know i'd be i'd be at sevens and eights most of the time so um i think as a leader as an example for the rest of the team um for a start that's that's important but also you know i'm I've got more. I've literally got more hours in the day. Literally, I'm getting up earlier, and um, so I've got more hours, more time for being productive. Um, which uh, you know, still as a owner operator of a business, you know, we've got a team um, of uh, 18, 19 people, um, but still. Uh, I need to, there are certain things that I need to do that I'm uniquely qualified to do in the business, like create content, um, being a big one, which is probably where I'd fallen down a bit over the last year in particular, where I go, that's the one thing that I need to do more of, but I don't have the time to do because it's not critical. Um, so yeah, content creation has been one that I've been able to dedicate a lot more time and focus and energy to so far this year. Brilliant. That's absolutely awesome. And so um, one thing, uh, we are now speaking a lot more to companies. Uh, we're speaking to companies. We're, we're, um, so I'm off to another uh, mastermind myself, um, and I'm going to do a 10-minute talk on how this is the one thing. Um, so interestingly, that's a big part of uh, when you know we talk about the one thing in, in our challenge and getting laser focused on that, the one thing um, that can, you know, 
makes everything else irrelevant, etc. But um, you said it much better at the beginning because you've read it recently. But <laughs> the, uh, the 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 game changer is to get this across to other entrepreneurs. Because could you imagine a 25% and maybe more, because it sounds like you're really coming in at 110%, right? So could you imagine that 25, 35% uplift in productivity in your business as an entrepreneur trying to grow their business? The extra focus, the, the, the time to do stuff, this, yeah. is, this is the message that we need to be getting out to more entrepreneurs. And on that note, um, I'm happy to send you books down to, you know, for your masterminds and stuff um, for you to give to people when they come and do a mastermind because I'm sure you'll be sharing this message. Um, and, you know, if there's yeah, anything yeah. you can do to support yeah. uh, people and get the, get the message out there more to entrepreneurs or people who are building businesses, that this really is the game changer. We're all yeah, searching love, for I'd upgrades. Sorry. Yeah, I'd, lo- I'd love to help you push that message to more of our clients for sure. Here was something else that was really interesting. So when I made the public accountability, told friends, family, posted it on Facebook, told our clients at events, um, there has been, I've lost count now, how many have also made the decision. Brilliant. Like there's, there's I mean, it's, it's more than I could count on one hand. The people that have gone like, amazing i'm going to do it too you've inspired me i'm going to do the same thing um so there's there's a number of people in my world that have done the same thing but i think the key is like it's you got to lead by example in some respects and and i think where the you know like i said why didn't i do it four or five years ago i wasn't in a place where i was ready Mm. um and i'm sure there's plenty of our clients who have not you know, made the decision yet for themselves and maybe they will, maybe they won't. But the point is when I said it, they were ready and they went, bang, that was just a stimulus. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. That was the last domino. Yeah, exactly. Um, so I think I think there, for most of us, we were starting to awaken that we're realizing the impact it's having. So, um, mm. Brilliant. Well, I mean, it's, uh, it is early days for you. Very exciting. I think we should get you back on um, maybe towards the tail end of the year. Um, before we go, you know, um, I think the, the expert empires, could you tell me a bit more about the event if anybody wants to come and join at your next event? Because it sounds like it's going to be awesome with Trent there. And, yeah. Yep. Yeah. What do you need to know? Tell us. Uh, tell us a bit more about the event and where they can find out info or, um, or come and join. Um, yeah, so um, I think all the, all the info you can get at expertempires.co.uk. Um, although I think you're probably going to put a link with um, with this interview, I guess, anyway, where will. people can go and check it out through your link. Um, we've got, um, again, you may or may not know these guys, Ed Milet, um, who's built a, you know, amassed a $400 million fortune and is um, – extremely talented when it comes to getting messaging out through social media. So, you know, if you're running a business in the expert space, you want to build your personal brand using platforms like Facebook and Instagram and so on, you know, he's, he's, um, uh, he only actually got on social media, believe it or not in 2017. Um, and he's now got multiple millions of people following him on social. So, um, and he's done it all organically. So he's going to share how he did that. Trent Shelton, um, again, uh, he's ex-NFL um, um, uh, American footballer, but now turned, um, the, the kind of standard line that I'm hearing or that, that he uses, you know, he's now regarded as one of the top motivational speakers of our generation. And again, um, has millions of people weekly subscribing and watching his content on YouTube and other platforms. So, you know, these guys have really built 
a massive personal brand and use social media to do that. Um, and as, alongside them, we've got um, Rob Moore also speaking uh, about how to how to start and grow a podcast, just like you guys have, um, and how to get onto podcasts to spread your message. Effectively, it's like how do you get whatever the message is for your business. How do you get it out there to more people? How do you raise your expert positioning in your industry in particular? Um, so, yeah, 19th and 20th of March, um, we've got a load of other speakers that I haven't told you about. They're all amazing. Um, bottom line, it's going to be all about how you can raise your profile, generate more leads for your business, get more sales, help more people, um, and grow your company. So, um, yeah, 19th and 20th of March, uh, go to expertempires.co.uk um, to get all the details. At Wembley in London. It's awesome. Yeah, so we're at the Hilton Wembley. Um, I was up. By the way, a couple of final things um, that I thought might be just fascinating for you because you don't even know, um, unless you've been following me on social. So, um, like, I know it's only sixty-four days in, but I've probably put myself through bigger tests than anybody else could possibly imagine. Um, one was um, I went to Vegas for five days, um, yes. which is like the, probably the city on earth that, you're, <laughs> that you <laughs> most need to avoid if you don't want to drink, right? Um, but what was interesting was, I don't think I'd have gone. I know I wouldn't have gone if I'd been if I'd not made this decision. Um, so there was a conference that I really wanted to attend, business conference, um, that I really wanted to attend. But the truth is, I know that if I'd have been drinking, it would have been a complete disaster. Um, it was just too, it's just too easy um, to like, you know, waste time and you know, drink lots and, and you know, not, not make the most of the experience, most of the events. So, um, yeah, but because I wasn't drinking, I was like, Hey, I'm, I can go to this conference because it's going to be brilliant and I'm going to be really productive and get loads of them while I'm there. So, um, yeah, I went and spent four or five, uh, it was actually four days I was there, um, in Vegas, which was amazing. And, um, yeah, again, uh, you guys talk a lot in the community about alternatives and there was a lot of great alternatives available. I think it's becoming, it's funny, like now, I'm seeing it through new eyes. I don't know if the alternatives were always there or if it's just becoming more and more common that um, alcohol-free solutions are available. So um, that was that was great. And uh, yeah. I was at Wem- the reason I was sharing this is because obviously we're doing our event at the Hilton in Wembley and I was at Wembley on Sunday um, for the League Cup final because I'm a Aston Villa fan and we were playing in the League Cup final. We lost, but, you know, I was down there all day in the pub and there was all singing and drinking and all that going on. And I had a great time. I took my kids with me. Um, they loved it and we had a great time. And, yeah, it was um, – But I guess those were the kind of things that I was fearful of or I thought I'd miss out on before I made the decision. Yes. And actually those experiences have been enhanced – yeah, that's awesome. That is awesome. They've been in exactly. You, you, you've, you've made them even better. Um, and um, that's awesome. So uh, it sounds like um, I need to be talking, uh, speaking to the audience at Expert Empires one of these days. <laughs> <laughs> well, you definitely need to be getting the OINB message in front of our audience, so we can we can definitely discuss how we can possibly make that happen for sure. Awesome. Listen, Nick, thank you so much for um, sharing your journey. Thanks for being a part of One Year Nobia. Um, and um, thanks for letting us know into the event. It's been great to have you on the show and we'll definitely get you back on uh, towards the end of the year. Yeah, mate, I'd love to. Thanks for having me. Thanks for listening to the One Year No Beer podcast. For a full list of episodes and to join in the challenge yourself, head on over to oneyearnobeer.com. One